Hey there friends, Jay Revel here. Welcome to another installment of Mid-Am Crisis. I am so glad to have you listening in today. I've got a new voice for you this week that I really think you're going to enjoy hearing from. His name is Malcolm Scoville. Malcolm, uh, being completely open and transparent with you, is a good friend and client of mine. And he is someone who I've really enjoyed developing a partnership with of late. He's the founder of an app, a mobile app called Imagine Golf. If you haven't heard of Imagine Golf, hopefully you have because last week was their first full-time week as a sponsor of this show. But Imagine Golf is a app that is tailored to improving your mental game on and off the golf course. And Malcolm and I seem to have somewhat of the same wavelength that we're on when it comes to how we think about the game of golf. Um, I think most of you who listen to this show would probably agree that I tend to lean much more on the spiritual side of things and uh, really trying to connect both with my inner self and almost meditation through the game of golf. Um, and that's very much uh, a, a part of Malcolm's world too. And so I actually stumbled upon Imagine Golf. Uh, a friend of mine told me about it. I was really intrigued. And after listening to some of the daily lessons that Malcolm and his team produce, I was, I was hooked pretty quickly. And then as fate would have it, uh, Malcolm and I got hooked up. Uh, he took interest in some things I was producing just as I was taking interest in things he was doing. And we've been doing some work together recently, and I've really enjoyed getting to know him. And I wanted you to have an opportunity to hear straight from him what his world is like and what inspired um, uh, Imagine Golf. It's funny, as we were talking, we actually discovered uh, a mutual connection that just really threw us both for a loop, which is really cool. Uh, and you'll get a taste of that during this conversation. But uh, Malcolm, again, he lives in San Francisco. He's come there through growing up in San Francisco. He spent his college years in St. Andrews, which obviously really shaped how he comes to understand the game of golf. So uh, I want you to hear his story. I want you to hear in on this conversation. As always, I try to bring you some unique perspectives on the game. And I think this is a voice you're going to start to hear uh, a lot more from uh, in the not-too-distant future. So uh, I hope you are well. I hope you are hopefully getting out on the course as spring is coming upon us around the country. I know that my mood has improved dramatically now that daylight savings time has returned and I'm able to get back out on the golf course with my good friend Leon and uh, even evenings with my wife and daughter Winnie. Couldn't be more excited for a big golf season ahead, and I'm excited for you to hear this conversation with my good friend, Malcolm Scoville, founder of Imagine Golf. Hope you enjoy. Malcolm. Hey, Jay. What's going on, buddy? Man, it's a, a, a beautiful day here in Florida. I uh, just rolled back into town from uh, a couple of days up in Pinehurst and uh, kind of near your uh, your original stomping grounds, I suppose, right? It is. I am uh, I can smell the uh, the pine trees just listening to you uh, say the word Pinehurst. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you... Um, you got out on number two? I did. Uh, I, I got out there and uh, uh, handed my pride over with a smile and, and had a, a lovely day getting uh, uh, rejected off of those greens all afternoon. It was, it was a fun walk, though. Oh, man, that's um, this time of year, springtime in North Carolina. 
I mean, the birds are starting to chirp. The flowers are blooming. Oh, it's just such a great time of year. Um, so yeah, I, I was actually my first, uh, I think I told you this once, one of my first jobs was working the, uh, uh, the U S open the year Payne Stewart won it in 99. Yeah. You know, my brother and, uh, a few buddies, we heard they were hiring folks to haul around, you know, Cokes and, you know, all sorts of kegs and, and gear <laughs> between the tents. So we, uh, yeah, we did that from kind of Sunday to Sunday and, on everybody was so crazy at the end there when uh, I was paying and, 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 and Phil, uh, you know, at the end. And we basically all, like we knew our jobs were ending that day. It was like a one week gig. So everybody <laughs> kind of took off and, uh, said, all right, look, the tents, nobody's, nobody needs any new equipment right now in the tent. So, um, we, uh, we climbed up some, some, uh, poles and found our, uh, found our view to watch pain sink the pot. It was pretty amazing. So, no, that's cool, man. Yeah. It's funny. I've, I've taken a couple trips up there in the last two years and everybody seems to have a story about that 99 open. And it, it seems like it's a real seminal you know, moment for that community. Like it, like the, you, I think people just can trace back a lot of changes in the trajectory to the positive, to, you know, pain making that putt. And it just, you know, it, it set the whole community on a path to a lot of success uh, in the last couple of decades. Pretty cool. Oh, such a, yeah. I mean, just amazing. Um, and his memory lives on there, you know, so it is just like a triumph, um, for him and his career. And, uh, yeah, just that, that, um, that fist in the air, you know, I just you think about that oftentimes in life. So, um, yeah, well, I wish I was there playing with you. I'm out in California right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got, it's golf weather out here. So, um, and it, and the courses are all open. So we've, um, trying to, trying to get out and, uh, as old Alistair McKenzie says, you know, it's like the golf, golf prescription. So, uh, good for the, uh, good for the soul to get out, get out there a couple of times. Oh, yeah. So no, no doubt about it. Well, it's, it's always golf weather in, uh, in most parts of California, I feel like. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I sit there, I think about, you know, you and I were talking kind of about your story recently you know, you've got, uh, you've got chapters in North Carolina, you've got chapters in St. Andrews, you've got chapters in California. That's, that's three pretty good, uh, locales to get hooked on the game. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, a lot of history in those places with the game. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, um, yeah, I was in North Carolina growing up and then, um, a few years outside of Boston, but then kind of, a. uh, life's twists and turns took me to St. Andrews, uh, for, for four years of, of college, but it was, you know, kind of a university of golf there, you know, so I, I studied economics, but I, I, you know, it's just, it's the, I, you know, the deal there. If you, if you're a student, you get the resident rate. So you pay a hundred pounds when you show up in August and you can play unlimited golf on the old course, new course, Jubilee, uh, you know, the, the Strathtyrum, all the, all their courses there. And, um, I think it's got, it's gotta be the best deal in golf. You basically just, you know, become a student and, uh, we, we worked it out that if you added up all the rounds that you, if you would have paid as a tourist, they kind of paid us to go there. So, uh, it was, hmm. uh, yeah, but that's talk about, talk about golf history. So, uh, special, special place. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, I wish someone would have tapped me on the shoulder and told me about that when I was, you know, 18 years I old. Know. I, I just got been lovely. Luck. 
dumb luck. Oh, that's all right. That's, that's a big part of the game. Uh, but how did that experience shape how you, you know, come to understand golf today? And, and maybe a, a, a better way to ask that question. You know, I, I, I love the way you talk about what you do and maybe you can kind of talk about that some, but you're, you're on a mission and, and I really love the way you use that expression. And I think about, you know, how you go from being someone who went to the university of golf essentially uh, and how does that shape, you know, the mission that you're on today? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, this, you know, the imagine golf journey for me has been, it's been like a personal, like my own personal hero's journey. So, you know, we, you know, there's Joseph Campbell, the myth, the myth of the hero and, and so many great tales uh, throughout time, you know, from, uh, from, from Jesus right through to, to the matrix, uh, you know, where they, they, you know, these characters called on an adventure uh, and, Along the way, they 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 meet resistance, and they don't want to take the, the the adventure. And then, eventually, they step over the precipice and uh, and and meet a mentor, uh, and and get some tools, and they kind of go and slay the dragons and climb the the, the mountains and go down to the valleys. And uh, yeah, golf is just such a metaphor for life. And uh, and you know, with Imagine Golf, the 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 app, I've been you know, pouring so much of, uh, the last year and a half into it's, uh, it's just, it has been a way to, uh, to take the idea of, of golf as a metaphor for life and then, and actually, uh, teach through these three minute daily lessons, uh, you know, these th- th- really through parable, um, the, you know, the very specific ways that we can improve our, our mental strength on the course. And it has such an application to our mental strength off the course. So I've, I've just been fascinated. I've shared this with you before, you know, this ideas of self-talk and visualization and uh, focus and concentration is just, you know, those are all areas that for one reason or another, I've just always been drawn to kind of the self-development, like the human flourishing, you know, back to the great philosophers, figuring out how we make the most of our life. And uh, the great golf writers, including you, you know, tap into that and, um, so, uh, yeah, I think that was that seed was planted, probably hauling uh, kegs around Pinehurst and then going over to St. Andrews, spending four years there. And, um, yeah, this uh, one well, I actually played around with uh, the guys that produced the movie The Legend of Bagger Vance. And uh, yeah. that was a um, uh, that just, you know, you just meet so many amazing people just hanging around the golf course there. Uh, and like Legend of Bagger Vance, another great hero's journey. Um, and you know, all golf nuts will know that story. Uh, another time I was sitting in the, in the new, the new clubhouse, uh, studying for an exam. And, uh, like I'd oftentimes study and then go out to the range or, you know, play nine holes. And this guy walks in, I haven't told you the story. He's got the, you know, just dressed to the nines and he's got this Hmm. curly Q mustache. He's just straight out of central casting. And he comes over and there's nobody else there. It's pretty early in the morning. And he sits down and says, Hey, you know, you know, can I join you? And uh, turns out it was um, Sid Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> when you said m- curly mustache, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, it had to have been Sid. Yeah. So Sid, he, that is incredible. And he tells me like he's an author. He's like, you know, the Bobby Jones scholar and telling me all these <laughs> stories. And, and we were pen pals for years after he sent me all of his books. So that was like, you know, uh, you know, touched by one of the, great historians of the game 
who then sent me several of the books that he um, that that he had uh, written. And you know, Bobby Jones' story of like, you know, I can't remember what open it was, but how he, you know, really lost his uh, lost his temper and out out of the old yeah. course. Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically just walked off the course and, uh, and it was a real show of poor sportsmanship. And that was like, that was the moment that was the low point for him. And, uh, you know, at the, he actually then turned his whole, you know, attitude to, to golf and life around and became the ultimate sportsman, the ultimate gentleman. But he was the, the, the kind of the classic sports brat, you know, before that. Um, and things weren't going his way he threw his clubs off, you know, off, just off to the side and dropped off the course. So the stories like that of redemption and going through tough times and coming out on top, and, you know, those, I just, I love that. And, uh, whether it's an entrepreneurial story or a golfer story. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, man, that's crazy. That's small no. world. I, you know, City and I are tight. I, you know, he, you know, his his office is three blocks. No way! Down there and, oh you know. man! Oh yeah! I, I don't. I can't believe I, I, that we haven't. Yeah, fumbled that up in a conversation somewhere. That's well, amazing. it's because you're, uh, uh, you you wrote an article for um, uh, what was Golfer's Journal recently, right? About Sydney. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's, um, yeah, yeah. That's that's a. I guess, so I got to actually get linked back up with him through you. So let's do that and. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll send him a note yeah. later and copy on it. And he, I I, I don't know if he'll remember. I think he he's got a great memory. He'll probably will. So um, oh uh, he'll yeah. We he, shared, if there's anybody that'll remember it, yeah, we shared some handwritten <laughs> notes back and forth, and that was uh, yeah, that was um, yeah. But this yeah, I think golf you know is you just meet so many so many special people, and um, that's what life's about. You know, is connecting with good people, um, and. This mission, you know, that you talked about is, you know, really to help people go from where they are to where they want to be on the golf course uh, through through helping them learn and really more, more importantly than learn, but really implement and apply uh, the lessons around the mental game of golf. Um, but but really to do that, kind of imagine golf is in some ways a Trojan horse for helping people do that off the course. So every the most, you know, we've got now a couple hundred thousand folks that have downloaded the app and thousands of reviews have come in. And it's amazing how consistent the message is like these three minute daily lessons are helping me play the best rounds of my life or, you know, significantly lower my handicap. But it's really helping me with my relationship with my like my brother or it's like it's helping me you know realize things about myself that I hadn't thought about before. So and that's what golf can do. So, uh Yeah. It's a uh, mission is, you know, it's really a personal professional development uh, mission that we're on. So it's, it's, it's rewarding. It's fun. And we, you know, making, you know, we're, we're making bogeys and sometimes a double bogey along the way as we're trying to get, you know, get, get through the, get through a, a great round every day. But um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been exciting. Yeah. So it's interesting to me, you know, again, the universe works in all kinds of mysterious ways, just like that Sydney story. But a few years ago, I started listening to Bob Rotella's books and I just got, I just loved it. I, I absolutely, I felt like I had a, a mental coach whispering in my ear. And then I listened to uh, the, the audio version of golf in the kingdom is really well yeah. produced. And, 
that's a great listen. And I, I, I give it a listen almost every year uh, at some point. And, um, you know, I think about that and I think about um, uh, an app like Calm, right? Yeah. Which, you know, I, list, I, I started getting into listening to these daily short meditations. And, you know, it just seems like the world is so ripe for, you know, golf to be in that space. And here you come with this really great app. Um, and, and you've got a history sort of um, in that yeah. world that, that helped shine the light for you for that path. So what was that, what yeah. was that journey like? Well, you know, I've been... You know, all, you know, just fascinated by, um, you know, personal and professional development, as we talked about. So I was, you know, when I was in high school and at St. Andrews, you know, reading all the books, like uh, everything from the seven habits of highly effective people to think and grow rich to, um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of a lot of biographies, you know, biographies of people like Richard Branson and, um, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, just fascinated me. And really what you kind of get inside of is like, what are the, what are the voices inside people's heads here that are, that are achieving great things. Um, and oftentimes their story is one of actually a lot of negative voices in their head, kind of stinking thinking as Zig Ziglar called it. Um, and, uh, and uh, one of my closest friends, um, he had gotten into meditation because, you know, he'd had ups and downs in his, um, his entrepreneurial career and he ended up founding the meditation app Calm uh, as a way to to, to bring uh, really meditation to the masses. And you know, they call what they do Nike for the mind, really working on mental performance uh, th- through you know through proven you know thousand year old methods of, of, of mindfulness. And um, what was interesting watching him build Calm was just how they kind of took this ten day meditation retreat and turned it into a ten minute you know daily daily meditation. And uh, really, really impactful, an opportunity to, you know, it, 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 even though you're not 10 days away in the middle of the wilderness, you know, you still can create a very powerful experience for the listener through the power of, of, um, of recorded audio. And um, yeah, so I, I um, you know, got an early advisor, you know, and just a, merely a friend of the company and, and helping them out in various ways, but took a lot of those learnings into Imagine imagine golf. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it is amazing how you can actually change the voice in the mind of someone who's listening to the app, you know, at least for those few minutes each day. And if you do it continuously, those, that self-talk and is, is more positive, encouraging voices are ones that, you know, they kind of rattle around, they ripple, they linger, uh, after the, you know, you're, you're, you, you listen to the daily lesson. So, um, I think there's just, you know, like you said, you listened to, um, you know, some, some great golf books and they really resonated you know, the books on tape, like Tony Robbins type stuff and Zig Ziglar, you know, folks listening to in the car and we used to drive a lot more and listen to a lot more audio that's been around for a whole, you know, decades. So really we're, what we're doing is not that different. Uh, we're, we're just, you know, bringing it to the, you know, through the power of, you know, mobile apps, um, you know, it makes it a little more convenient. You don't have to be driving around, but, um, a lot of people do listen to our app, like on the way to the course or walking the dog. Um, and that's the other thing I think that we've kind of leaned into is this snackable, uh, content. So we, we just, we just deliver a three minute lesson each day. It's kind of like a mentor calling you up for a few minutes and just sharing a, a story or like, like somebody like Sid, Sydney, you know, Matthew's walking over and just say, Hey, I got a, 
putting his arm on your shoulder and say, I got a lesson for you, kid. You know, you know, did you hear the story about, you know, how Alistair McKenzie went from being a doctor uh, to being a golf course architect? And the reason he did that was uh, because he actually, after seeing patients, you know, struggling with anxiety and depression and all sorts of physical ailments, he's like, the best prescription I could give him was to get outside and go play some golf. And um, he's like, you know, a more powerful way for me to get people out playing golf was to design beautiful courses that would bring them out. So it's like this idea of the golfer's prescription is like that, that one story and nugget would be something that, you know, it only takes a few minutes to really share that in a beautiful way and in a memorable way. So uh, yeah, we, we, we're like treasure hunters out looking for those stories and then sharing them uh, in, in a way that's really convenient for folks. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I've done some writing about what I call small doses of golf and, and, and really what I, you know, the thought process of that was, you know, wouldn't it be great if, you know, New York city right next to the little, uh, you know, sort of fenced in, um, basketball courts or soccer pitches had, you know, a synthetic putting green, you know, and I've just always believed that, you know, having these little, you know, arenas for golf that people can access can really help grow the game. But, you know, what you're doing, you're kind of taking that in another, another direction of, Hey, if you are willing to give three minutes of your day, you can not only improve your mental game on the course, but you'll improve everything that you're doing that affects your game uh, off the course as well. And I, I have found, you know, you're talking about walking the dog and, and these other places that the, the dog walk is when I've been listening to Imagine Golf the most. And, and of course, you're, you're on there you know, doing so many of the reads uh, in a, in a very calming, uh, uh, manner and you do a great job of that, but it's really is, you use that word snackable. It's that perfect bite size amount of content, uh, sort of to, to break your day up and give you a little bit of time to focus in on the game and, uh, what makes you tick. Yeah. I think that's, that, that's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, kind of, it just, yeah. Humbling to hear folks you're using the app and like, you know, you, you you're, you've so much of your life is in the golf world. And, you know, that even, even though, you know, most of these stories, you know, you still, you know, you still find time to kind of go back to them. And, you know, we hoped even, even somebody of your level of golf knowledge, you know, we hope to find some gems that you hadn't heard before or tell the story in a way that you haven't heard. And, um, you know, we got, I twisted your arm to get some of your, your, your beautiful stories in the app as well, you know, from your, your book, um, the, the, the nine essays book, um, What's the title of that one? Nine. The nine, nine virtues, virtues of golf. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, and that, that's been fun to work oh, yeah. on with you guys. I've, I've really yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah, the, the, one of the things we found consistently when, you know, we do a lot of surveys is folks said, you know what, I haven't actually spent any time on the mental game. So, um, so folks are going from zero, you know, to three minutes a day you know, that's like a, you know, that's infinite, infinitely more than they were before. And, um, you know, I, you know, very, very early into, you know, gardening now and, you know, you, you know, you only have to, you know, water a plant, you know, a few times a week, you know, it takes about 10 seconds, you know, to give that, you know, to, to give that plant the, some of the nutrients it needs to grow. So, you know, a 20 hour book reading experience is often difficult for the modern consumer. And you know, we'll just, we got a lot more, mm-hmm. 
just a bit busier and there's so much more stimulation, but um, yeah, you, you water your mental game for a few minutes a day. It's, it's really going to make a, you know, it's going to make a significant difference, especially if you haven't done it all at all. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, um, and that, that actually goes for the mental game of life as well. Yeah, so, uh, so many <laughs> of us, we get in the rat race and, you know, five, 10 years go by and we're like, well, well, you know, uh, one of the, um, you know, seven habits of highly effective people is sharpen the saw. And, um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to find time to sharpen the saw when you're just go, go, go. Uh, so this is really three minutes each day is a container of time. I mean, we're trying to, you know, invite folks to come into and, um, and reflect and pause and, and learn. And there's all sorts of great research out there on the positive impacts on mental health and wellness from, from learning, connecting with your passion, um, and for so many of us, golf is our passion. We can't get out every day, but we can, you know, through a really immersive audio experience, try to take you there, um, take you to a, take you to that place where that where, uh, you know, it's as if you're on the you're on the tee or walking down the the first uh, at Pinehurst number two. So, <laughs> yeah, and a, and a good walk that is. Um, you know, I tell you the other thing, Malcolm, that I really like about the app is, you know, I, I, me and my friends, you know, we, we play a ton of golf together. we got a great group of guys, but you know, we're, we're also, we, we, we're very competitive and we're, we're jabbing at each other and, you know, kind of poking yep. fun at, uh, you know, everybody's failing all the time. So you, you get into that mindset, um, pretty frequently and the, <laughs> you, you forget that, or I guess you forget what it's like to have someone give you a pat on the back and tell you that you can do it. Um, you know, we don't, most of us don't have caddies or anything like that. You know, uh, you know, when I'm talking, when I say most yep. of us, I mean the golfing world, but you know, we need that. We need someone to tell us, Hey, you, you got this, you can do it. And you know, your messages always end with just this very positive reminder that, you know, you can do it. You know, if you can imagine it, you can do it. And, and that, you know, just that alone is, is, is pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, I think you're spot on there. I mean, there's again, the default mode in the human brain, you know, all the psychiatrists and psychologists and, uh, you know, researchers around the human brain, you know, write reams of research papers around this. The default mode is negative. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's, there's, we, if I think if you were to print out our uh, human thoughts, you know, we got 60,000 thoughts or something each day, you know, just print out what we say to ourselves on the golf course. I, you know, I've told you the story about my, my friend's 10 uh, year old son I was playing with. Um, it was four of us and three, three older guys and a 10 year old boy. And, you know, on the, on the last hole, he said, you know, he had the putt to tie the match and uh, it is you know not even a three foot putt, um, but he's, you know, he's so, you know, nervous he, he jumped up and down right before he hit the putt and he said i know i'm gonna miss this and then he hit the putt and he and it, and it missed and you know at, even at 10 years old the brain is designed to be thinking i'm gonna mess it up or you know to be thinking over and over again about something we, we did mess up uh so yeah to change that to be more positive is we think that's that's part of our mission you know to you know, it's going to be very hard to go from a you know 15 to a five or a 25 to a 15 uh, or um, a five to winning, um, you know, the masters. Uh, if you're, 
if you're thinking, oh, probably not good enough. I probably don't have this. Yeah, so it's a real call to adventure. You know, imagine what's possible. Imagine, yes, somebody's going to win Augusta in 2030. Yeah, yes, that could be you if you're, you know, the 14-year-old the listening to this. But you got to start thinking that way. Um, DJ thinks that way. Tiger thinks that way. <clears throat> Fred Couples <clears throat> famously, you know, uh, you know, would hang out at college with Jim Nance, and they'd, they'd play it over. Jim Nance, as he, he was announcing, you know, Freddie – you know, winning the masters. And then they, they imagined that over and over again, they played it out and they actually happened. You know? so, so yeah. I love that. That's an unbelievable story, story about imagining I mean, in, something in, that's possible and then they made yeah. it happen. So. Yeah. It's the, the power of affirmations. And all right. So let me ask you, I know you got, I know you're you know busy uh, startup founder. So I know you got a busy schedule today and, uh, and we'll be doing more of these, you know, conversations in the future, but I want to know as someone who's in that startup world, uh, you know, you're, you're in the, uh, in California mm-hmm. on the West coast startup, you know, founder running a business, you know, managing a team. What are the, you know, in a, in a, in oddly enough, one that's, you know, focused on the mental game of golf, but what are the similarities between the work you're doing every day as a startup founder and, um, the game of golf and, and, you know, it, where can people who are learning more about the game or maybe, you know, people who are deep into the game who want to go out and try yeah. you know, to found something that's a startup or a wild idea. And you know, what kind of advice would oh, you give to them? Maybe uh, through that. Yeah, Jay, too? we should, we should write this book together. This is a great, it's a great one. I mean, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I haven't thought about this in a lot of detail, but, we're just doing a bunch of work right now on um, the round before the round, uh, which is, you know, either the night before mm-hmm. or, or the morning of you actually are going through in your head, the course that you're playing that day, every hole, every shot, you know, and you're saying you picture yourself on the tee, actually pretty quick exercise. You know, you kind of, maybe it's like a 10 or 15 minute exercise, but uh, you are, you are literally walking through uh, the, the optimal shot that you're going to hit on that course. It's a lot easier if you played the course before to picture yourself, um, you can do it on a new course too, though. And for me, that's a huge thing in a startup. You know, it's so easy just to be reactive and just rock up to the T, you know, rock up to your inbox and and just start. Um, but the days where you, you take some time to think about what you, how you want the day to unfold, you know, really go th- take to slow down a little bit at the beginning of the day and, you know, just, okay, my first hour, I've got, you know, a call with Jay. Here's, you know, I'm just going to give that, 30 seconds of thinking, I want that to go. And then I've got an interview. Okay. How do I want to play that shot today? And then I've got, you know, lunch with my wife and, you know, what, you know, how do I want to, I don't want to show up for that. And, you know, and as you're doing that, you kind of have these ideas that the universe sends you. It's like, Oh, you know, it, it just, you're, you're more prepared when that, during that part of your round. And I, I oftentimes think about a day as a round of golf, you know, you, you get a certain number of shots and, you know, going to make some mistakes. You're going to hit some thin or fat. Um, but each day, you know, if you can, if you can hit some shots, you know, and, you know, really pure, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of exactly as you envision it, you know, uh, you know, that it's, it's like hitting a great pitching wedge to, to two feet, you know? So um, I just think that that's a big thing right now is I, I try to do that each day and some days I'm better at than others. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, that's one of many chapters in the book. <laughs> so, uh, 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a thought that comes to mind. So what, what about you though? Cause you're, you got a yeah. new business as well. So how do you think about, you know, the, the golf and, and business overlap? I think they are so, so much resembling of each other. You know, I, every day, you know, you were talking about it earlier, you know, you're going to make some bad swings. You're going to, you're going to hit it in the wrong place. Um, but one of my greatest skill sets on the golf course, and I've, I've, I've wrote about this in my forthcoming book, you know, is, is being a recovery artist, right? I mean, I'm pretty, I'm a, I'm really yeah. good from in the trees, you know, and I'm, I'm really good, you know, putting from off, way off the green and, and hitting some really unique shots. And the thing is, is like, there's only one way to get good at that. And that's by yeah. screwing up yeah. a lot to get there. You know what I mean? And, and I, and I, I feel like in my, um, my personal you know business journey, that's, that's also something that carries over is like, I will, I, I tend to have, um, a little bit of forgetfulness. So I have to like, you know, build some systems in to try to, you know, trigger me mm -hmm. to remember a lot of different things. And I'm a one man band. So I'm, I'm juggling a lot. And, you know, what, sometimes, you know, I, something slips and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I, I haven't gotten that yep. done yet. And, and then I, when I'm under that gun though, when I've got that really tight window, it's actually some of the best work that I do. I, I, when I, when I know I've got, you know, two mm -hmm. hours to get something, you know, done before I told someone I was going to have it to them. Uh, sometimes that actually is, is when I'm at my best, which is unique. And again, I feel like the same thing on the golf course. It's usually when I'm mm -hmm. like really in a pinch where, you know, the, the best of my game kind of, you know, shines through. So, you know, I, that's something I probably need some therapy on altogether too. Yeah. Maybe there's some imagine golf. I think that's a big I one. I, I, yeah. I mean, we, under pressure, you know, how do you, how do you perform and, uh, and also not beating yourself up too much, you know, it's like, okay, you know, Hey, got a lot going on. Yeah. We, mm -hmm. you know, we got to turn this one around quickly. And uh, I think that's like, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, it's just, that's another chapter. That, that's a, and that's that really resonates a ton with me too. So, I mean, gosh, like, yeah. Let's have another session on this. This is this is a fun one. So, uh, so many golfers, you know, golf and business, you know, go hand in hand, you know, and, um, you know, it's it's just there's we all talk about that, but I'm I'm not sure if anybody's written the, uh, you know, the book on golf, golf and business. So, gotta you're the man. Yeah, I think I, I think we just came up with totally. a, one of our yeah. next projects. So. Uh, we, we've got some good stuff there. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with a thought on that, that, you know, I remember when I was about 15, you know, I'd been out there grinding pretty hard one evening, you know, hitting golf balls behind the house. And I came in and my dad kind of looked at me and said, you know, son, he's like, I, I don't know where the game is going to take you he goes, but I will, I will promise you this. It will open more doors for you and lead and lead to more opportunities for you than you'll ever understand while you're out there. You know, you're out there tonight thinking you're going to be on the PGA tour and, and that may happen, he said, but it's going to lead to a lot of good things. Just just continue to stay with it and and, yep. and don't ever quit working at it. And um, it's one of the best pieces of advice I ever got in my life, you know, and, and it's how me yeah. and you get to have conversations like this and stir up other kinds of trouble. And uh, I'm excited to be able to continue. Well, me to too, my here. friend. So let's, uh, yeah. I mean, I wish the whole country didn't uh, sit between us, but we're going to, we're going to get, get around soon. Either, uh, out west or over east. 
So we'll make it happen. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or maybe St. Andrews, um, you can say. Yeah, I think uh <laughs> sign me up. So um well yeah, let's um yeah, let's let's do it again soon and uh yeah, keep imagining what's possible. That's it, man. Well, hey, thanks for your time. I know you got a lot going on. And uh, we'll definitely be circling back uh, for another one of these conversations. All right, Jay. Uh, Best of the family. Talk to you later. Bye, buddy. All right, Mel. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. Bye-bye.